Yo, yo. I don't know what episode this is. Um, six, seven, five? I don't know. It's been a while, though, man. Gotta blow the dust off this thing. I apologize for that. Um, and that's actually what we're going to talk about today. Is uh, procrastination and failure, which is like my favorite thing to talk about. So... Let's start off with uh, failure. Look, I know that uh, you know everyone has different goals and aspirations, and everyone's trying to do different things with their lives. You know, I'm not naive to that fact, but I think it's super important, you know, to to understand where you're at in your life. You know, you can't you can't wake up out of bed and run a hundred miles. You can't wake up out of bed, you know, and get drafted first overall in the NFL. It doesn't work that way. You know, there's there's time and effort and work that gets put into all this stuff. And it's very important that you understand where you're at in your life because if you don't, you're going to become frustrated and you're going to become frustrated very easily. You know, nothing, nothing happens overnight. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day and this is the same type of deal with your life. You have to understand where you're at. And I think for me, you know, that's kind of been, been difficult. Um, it's something that I, I've struggled with. You know, I'm always looking for the next thing, for the next big thing. I want to do this, I want to do that. I have all these goals and aspirations and dreams and, and I need to really just slow down and focus and be happy with where I'm at in my life, you know. And I guess happy is not the right word because I am I am very happy with where I'm at in my life. But you know, I I struggled, um, and this kind of all stems from the marathon. You know, I was I was um, probably three or four days post marathon, and my body felt good. You know, I. I didn't have any real issues. But every time I get out to run, you know, I start to develop a little bit of knee pain or something would pop up and it was all derived from, you know, from running that marathon. And it was it was a real issue for me. So I got frustrated and uh, you know, I needed to kind of sit back and and you know, appreciate what I had just accomplished. You know, I'd worked for that for a long time and I, I am by no means um, a talented runner, especially when it comes to endurance. I, I truly, honestly, never have been. You know, it's it's been something that I've I've worked towards and worked for, and and I actually didn't perform as well as I'd like to in the marathon. So, you know, all these things coupled with with being hurt after the fact was was truly, you know, not only humbling, um, but also frustrating. But you know, as as these months have, have gone on since since I ran that marathon, you know, I've I've been able to appreciate um, coming back from those I wouldn't call them injuries, but setbacks. To getting back on my feet, to really putting in miles again, to feeling good, eating right, everything, you know, everything's kind of falling back into place and 
it has allowed me to kind of analyze where I'm at and kind of what went wrong and, you know, kind of just, just to, to really think about, you know, where I'm going with my life and where I'm at. And I think that's, that's a very important um, lesson that I learned. And that's probably why there was a whole lot of radio silence because I wasn't, I wasn't real hyped about, you know, getting on this podcast and talking about, you know, not being able to do the things I wanted to do, which, you know, obviously wouldn't just be an issue for me, but, it, you know, setbacks are issues for everybody. So it's kind of it's kind of a double-edged sword, and that's, that's the way I'm, I'm looking at it. Because you never want to quit. You never want to give up. You know, we talk about that all the time. You want to put in maximum effort, you know, chase your dream, your goal, whatever, whatever you're trying to do, you know, go after it wholeheartedly, you know, without fear, without hesitation. You know, dive in, jump in, you know, do your thing, whatever it is. But you also need to understand where you're at and how far you need to go, and also your limitations on whatever it might be, body, your mind, you know, sleep, whatever it is. Um, I'm not telling you to, to pull the reins back, you know, but work smarter. It's not always the guy who works the hardest. Sometimes it's the guy who works the smartest. And that's just kind of the way life is. You don't always get the return on your investment that you're seeking. That's not a guarantee. You might work for something for so long your entire life and then, you know, whatever might happen might not fall your way and, and there you are kinda kinda standing in no man's land trying to figure out what went wrong, but that shouldn't stop you from, from trying again or getting back on your feet and and fighting for more. I mean it took me it's it's July 9th. I ran that marathon May fifth, May sixth. And God did I struggle afterwards. I was I was so excited. I came home, I finished the marathon, and I was looking at all of these hundred mile races, uh, looking to get a bike to do an Ironman, start swimming, all this other stuff and you know, I jumped on my feet four days after to go run. It was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You know, this isn't this isn't working. You know, we got some we got some stuff going on, and it's really been <laughs> my dog is keep shaking. I can't figure out what he's doing, but it's really been humbling to kind of sit back and uh, enjoy not only getting healthy. Um, but overcoming my frustrations and, and for lack of better words, my failures, you know. So I have some things written down. So I guess, I guess the, first, the first thing I would, I would, if you're taking notes, which I'm not a huge note taker. I don't know if people take notes on these. But I do occasionally write things down that I want to talk about. Uh, and it's, it's understanding where you are in life. That would be the first point um, that I really want to drive home in today's podcast. So <clears throat> we got a lot, a lot of uh, 
a lot of stuff that's happened since. I can't remember. I, I think it was the week after I did a podcast. It's been it's been a few months. Uh, so in the meantime, um, a lot of different things have happened in my life. My son's now. Uh, he'll be three months on the seventeenth. So it's been amazing just to watch him grow and learn and change and. You know, and he loves his mom. He's a mama's boy. It's the cutest thing in the world. Um, but that has been, you know, a completely different experience for me. And uh, it has kind of reminded me of something that that I need to, to work on more in my life. And that's, that's getting outside my comfort zone. And don't get me wrong. Um, I'm definitely comfortable with my son and my family. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. And, I, you know, I, I love every second, every minute of them. As soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to jet over to my in-laws because I know my son's in the pool with my wife. And uh, I'm really looking forward to hanging out with them. Um, but getting outside your comfort zone, it's something that I think is so easy to do, um, to kind of challenge yourself to do different things. They don't have to be huge, astronomical you know, challenges, but just little things can really help a person grow. And I have been, I am so guilty of just kind of coasting through. My wife will tell you, I am not a huge advocate of change. And I don't know why, but that is that is just the way I am. And it's a real, uh, it's a fight sometimes to get outside and experience different things because I'm so just set in my ways. I just, I, I truly, I focus on things and I don't, I don't ever really get enough, you know, challenges and, and different, uh, I don't know, different experiences, if you will. I really need to work on that and that's important. And, um, that's kind of the reason why this is gonna tie into bow hunting. Um, I've been a Hoyt guy my whole life, so I'm gonna address the decision to shoot at Matthews, and I'm gonna tie it in right now with this with this getting outside your comfort zone. Um, I've I've been a loyal person to whether it's a brand, whether it's a whatever whatever it might be. I I don't know. You name it, and um. I'm a pretty loyal person. Once I figure something out that I like or that I enjoy, I, I roll with it. Um, it is what it is, always have been. And for me, for bow hunting, that loyalty was with Hoyt. You know, I've shot, I've shot a Hoyt bow. I've only purchased Hoyt bows, and I have really enjoyed shooting them. You know, they're a phenomenal company. Um, they have an absolute buttered smooth draw cycle they're lightweight they're durable uh, you know I've put my bows through through hell and back and you know I pick them up and they fire true um, but it's always it's always the same old same old with me you know I, I just I never I never pick up try something different I'm always kind of you know, setting setting stone, setting my ways, and I wanted to change that. And one of the one of the biggest things I knew um, as a bow hunter, I wasn't going to go out west this year because we had we had Anthony, and you know, there's different things that I'm doing with my life. Um, 
that's going to require me to be here uh, with the with the business my wife's doing and and just I didn't have the time I had last year to to really um, dive into something as big as is driving across the country to chase down elk. So I wanted to challenge myself a little bit and I get a new bow every year. I've always talked about that in the the best way I figured you know that we could change things up was to change my bow completely. I've been a long axle to axle guy since I started shooting bows. Last year was the shortest uh, axle to axle bow I shot and it was 31 plus inches. And this year I'm shooting a 28 inch axle to axle tri-ax. And uh, you know, I'm not real sure um, how I feel about it yet. Uh, I love, I absolutely love the way the bow fires. And once you get it back there, it's got a nice wall, and you know, you you drop your finger on that release, and or your thumb, however you're shooting, and that bow is is dead in the hand, man. I compared it to shooting, you know, a 22 versus a 30 out six. If you're a rifle guy, um, there's almost no comparison. It, it's 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 truly incredible. Uh, the vibration dampening system that the Matthews has put on that triax, but um, it is short axle to axle, and I know that that plays a large role, in, you know, in in that dampening system. But um, man, I got outside my comfort zone. And I picked one up, and uh, you know I've been I've been it's a different grip, it's a different feel, it's a different draw cycle. I mean, there's a lot of different things going on there. You know, the string angle is way shorter. You know, I'm 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 really I'm really kind of not starting over, but um, you know it changes everything, and it's been fun. You know I. I've always, I've always, I've always done things a certain way, and now that I'm kind of realizing that, you know, this, these decisions in your life, to to get outside your comfort zone and do different things, not only uh, help you grow, you know, as as a person and as a man, but they can help you with everyday situations, whether it be your diet. I mean, it, it could be anything. And it's really been a, a a process for me to to understand that. And um, you know, obviously, I'm a huge advocate for bow hunting, but bow hunting has really helped me kind of see that. Um, and so, to kind of rehash on the decision to shoot a triax, a Matthews triax, it is um, I wanted to get outside my comfort zone. I wanted something different. I wanted you know, a new challenge. I wanted, I wanted a different feel and, you know, I wanted to see, you know, not only, um, who I was as a man, but kind of who I was as a hunter and, and, you know, how those decisions would affect me in, in life and not only in life, but in the woods. And, you know, I've, I've just kind of been trying a lot lately to, to change things up and, and do things differently and, and grow as a, as a person. And, um, you know, I, I would challenge each and every one of you people who listen to this to kind of do the same thing. You know, it could be, uh, you know, I talked to my buddy the other day. He wants to do a um, a juice cleanse. 
like a crazy diet he wanted to do well he wanted to do a five day water only fast and I kind of more or less talked him out of it um, the kid's a workaholic he don't ever sleep so uh, for health reasons you know <laughs> I kind of said hey you know why don't you why don't you try juice cleanse first and we'll work we'll work our way up to the to the water um, if it's something you want to do so little things like that man challenge yourself uh, getting outside your comfort zone these are things that you can do every day you know without without really taking on giant challenges or investing in, in tons of money into to whatever it might be you know you can do them easily so next point I wrote down is understand the process and get outside your comfort zone and that all kind of falls back into uh, kind of understanding where you're at in life you know you it's funny most of the people that I, I talk to or, or get get comments from or whatever you want to call it follows whatever are are from on my analytics it's like ages like 18 to 35 so I'm 27 so generally they're they're within my age range and the biggest thing I can tell you um, you know when you're young and I'm still young you know you you want the world you know, you you want to go out there and you want to conquer this and conquer that, and you want to make money and you want to have nice things and you know you want to live in a nice house and have a great family. You want to do all these different things, um, but right now, you know, as an 18, 19, 20 year old kid, you might be cutting grass in the summer just to get through college. You know, or you might be working at at Handles, scooping ice cream, you know, just to get by. And and what I what I want to tell you is is that's that's okay, man. Own your hustle, own where you're at in your life. Look, I I, I know I know it's hard, man. Like I, I I truly truly understand that it that it's hard. You can never. My dad would always tell me we can never look around the corner and see what God has planned for our life. We can never peek around that and say, oh yeah, oh, that happened because I was supposed to be here. You don't, you don't get that opportunity. That's not how this works. So you need to own where you're at in your life. Come to work or, or whatever you're doing with an awesome attitude and just attack every single day with positivity. And don't, don't quit on your hopes and your dreams and your goals. Don't be complacent, but own where you are. Understand where you want to go. Trust the process on, on getting there. Put in the work and and freaking love every single day. You know, you're you're given these opportunities, you're put in these in these situations in life because you're supposed to be there. You know, I, I honestly I truly believe that. I mean I there's decisions that we make that, that can affect where we're at and and we need to, to consciously always make, you know, smart decisions, but you know, I, I'm a, I am a prime example of, uh, I, if you would have told me two years ago, three years ago, that I was going to have a podcast about, I don't know, motivation and bow hunting, 
I'd have freaking called you crazy, man. If you'd have told me when I was a kid I was going to be a police officer, I'd probably have punched you in the throat. Like, I, that's not what I wanted to do. You know, I, that wasn't that wasn't my goals or that wasn't my dream. But look, here I am, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm chasing every goal and every dream that, I, that I've ever had. And I've been able to do it because I have this job. Because I live where I'm at. You know, because... This this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. And I didn't I didn't trust the process to get here. I can tell you that much, you know. It was a fight for me, so don't don't be like me, you know. Turn it around. Understand it's okay to be where you're at. So it's okay to work at handles to to I don't know cut grass whatever you're doing, man. Own own that hustle, you know. You know it's. Nothing's cooler than a kid that, that can, you know, own where he's at in life, dominate in college, you know, and, and be a, a stand-up. Like, I, I respect you so much if that's the way you conduct yourself. That's the way you handle your business. You can see him hustling his job, see him hustling at school, see him walking around with a chip on his shoulder because that, that dude's going places. That's... That's the attitude you need to have, man, 24-7. It's, don't get caught up in, uh, oh, man, I just swear, all, all I'm doing is washing cars or all I'm doing, you know, it, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. You know, fight for what you want and go after it, but own where you're at. So that was the second point I wrote down. Um, and lastly, the last thing I want to talk about um is understanding your struggle. And that is actually on my, the second page of my notes. Couldn't even find it. Understanding your struggle. And um, I know we talked that, about that already, kind of, and that's kind of a roundabout way of saying own where you're at in life. But, uh, man, the struggle for me post-marathon was was heavy it was it was burdensome um I felt like I had taken you know a few steps backwards more than forwards and uh I know I did a podcast right after I finished and I felt great and that was true but I couldn't as as the weeks kept going I I couldn't ramp it up you know my body wouldn't let me and um I mean, I'm not a sissy. <laughs> uh, I'm the type of dude that you have to, you have to. Somebody else has to grab my reins and pull me back. You know, I'm not someone that you need to push. You know, I push myself. I always have no problem doing that. So it was very difficult to to go through a process where I felt like I had accomplished something great. But in the wake of that accomplishment, I had set myself back. And I wasn't sure, you know, if if, uh, if I was going to be able to run um, the way I am now. And I'm very grateful for, for being able to heal the way I did, you know, kind of overcome. And I, I'm still probably not 100%. Uh, there's some little things that pop up here and there that I know weren't there before the marathon that, that really... Um, our result 
of putting 26 miles under my feet. But I think what bothers me the most about it, or what did, um, was I know how hard I worked to get there. And I know what I put in to get to, to be able to do that. And um, it was a lot of work. But what bothers me the most is some people make it look so easy. You know, I, I ran that marathon, I came home, you know, I was going to do all these different things. And, and you know, there, there's people out there who run marathons every day, 26 miles a day. You know, how how is that humanly possible? Now, they might be on something. Uh, I don't know. If you ask me, it's possible. But they might not be, man. They might just be gifted or talented. And they work extremely hard. And I, that's... I want to do that. That's what I want to be able to do. I want to be a flipping machine. I want to be able to get out and go and just keep going and and not have to stop. But, you know, right now, physically, I can't. My joints can't take it. Um, you know, my bone structure, I don't know if I'm too heavy or what, but, but eventually my body breaks and they say they say it's 40% people quit at 40% promise you I'm not quitting at 40% uh, I'm well aware of what 40% looks like and that's not that's not you know I during the marathon we had we had my son um, and this isn't a good excuse but it is an excuse we had my son uh, in April mid-April and the marathon was like beginning of May so from that stretch um, you know, I put all my all my running and all that stuff aside to focus on family, to be with him and my wife, and um, that's never, you know, family first, you know, in my life always. So that's not something I'll ever regret. But that that's a f- a fact that I wasn't able to run as much from those moments from April sixteenth or whatever it was when we went to the hospital to till. I basically ran the marathon, and the night of, I ended up working a double the day before. I got caught at work from, so I worked 7P, or 7A, to 11P, and, you know, the baby was young, young, young. He wasn't sleeping yet, so he was crying, you know, all night. I remember walking him around this little, um, this island, it's not little, this island in my kitchen, and just, you know, trying to get him to, to sleep. My wife actually took a picture of it. It's on her Instagram page. Um, so I probably slept two hours total, maybe, the night before the marathon. It was just, uh, you know, a lot of different things went into it, into into that day. And, uh, you know, I started cramping at, like, mile 14. And I hadn't, I'd done more than 14 in training, uh, a few different times and never had any issues so I don't know what went on or what happened maybe I was too amped up or maybe I hadn't eaten or slept enough or, or I don't know whatever it was but so from for for 12 miles man I hurt and when you start cramping at 14 and you have 12 more miles to go and you're barely over halfway. 
and that was a challenge for me. And I put in, I was at a like nine and a half minute pace, which is where I wanted to finish at mile 20. So from 14 to 20, I was hustling hard with cramps and eventually my body just kind of broke and I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, you know, push myself as hard as I would have liked physically. And it was a limitation. It was a limitation I experienced and I should have, I should have probably worked harder. Um, there's no, there's really no excuse for it, but um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I didn't quit at 40%. So when I came home and saw people running, uh, you know, marathons a day and, and running, you know, 200 mile races and doing all these different things, you know, these are things that I want to be a part of, things that I want to be able to do. And, and to know that I struggled with, with just putting in 26 was, was frustrating. And to not be able to put in 26 and bounce back in at least two weeks, I figured, at least two weeks, um, was even more frustrating because I felt like I had failed. You know, like I had not only let down myself, but everyone else who kind of looks up to me. And, and I don't know, I shouldn't have felt like that. Um, it was my first marathon. I learned a lot from it. I busted my butt and, you know, I, I'd do it all over again if I could. And, you know, I'm not done. You know, I'm not done challenging myself. I'm not done fighting for this dream. I'm not done fighting for these goals. And I know you're not either. You know, that's, that's kind of what, if you listen to this, that's kind of why, I'm sure, is because you have something you're, you're, you're chasing after, something you want, something you want to accomplish. And, and you know, we're all in the same boat here, man. We're on, the, we're on the same team. You know, I'm not out here because I got it all figured out. I'm not talking to you because, you know, I got millions in the bank account because I got sponsors, you know, calling me left and right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just like you, man. I look in the mirror every day, every day, and I say, what can we do to get better? You know, how can we get further, you know, in this, in this dream, in this life? And that's kind of where I'm at, you know, and I, and I fall and I, I stumble and I trip and I get caught up in, you know, in life and, and I'm just, I'm just like you, no different, man, no different, you know, we all, we all screw up, we all fall short of the glory of God, but, you know, all I can tell you to do is keep fighting, keep pounding, you know, and when you, when you lay your head down at night, um, you know, make sure you put in a good day's work, make sure you get better every single day. You know, understand where you're at in your life. Trust the process. Get outside your comfort zone. You know, just just do do things that are gonna make you not only a better a better um, person, better man or woman. You know, just and help you uh, get closer to your goals and your dreams. Do you know? I'm I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. I'm watching my dog. But do things that are going to make you a better person and are going to make people look up to you, you know, and give people a different, a different, you know, outlook on their own life because they're watching, you know, what you're doing with yours. You know, I think, uh, I think we can all benefit, 
you know, from the golden rule, as funny as that sounds, as stupid as that sounds, but treat others how you want to be treated. Wake up every day. I change my alarm um, to, it says, go kick today's ass. <laughs> kind of cliche, but um, every time it goes off, I look at that and, you know, just a little extra motivation. So, all right. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this off here because um, I gotta go check out my little my little man in the pool. So if you guys want, I got I got a website. Go check it out. It's www.jakedalmonico.com. Um, my buddy Jake Kurtz helped me uh, put that together. He is the man. If you're into into doing a website or have any questions, you can find him on Instagram. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Let me see. I think it's I am Jake Kurtz. It is. It's I am Jake Kurtz. Um, Kurtz is K U R T Z, and he is the man. He will hook you up. All right, guys. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. Email jakeyd11 at yahoo.com. Uh, you can hit my website. The links in my bio. And again, I apologize for the delay. You know, in this uh, in these podcasts, I'm gonna try and. And keep them moving forward. Um, get more content out there. Um, there's also hats on the website if you want to check those out. Occasionally, I'll post them on my Instagram. I know a couple people have picked some up, so I appreciate that. Or if you've if you stopped and, and grabbed me and seen me, you know, around town, and and, uh, and you follow me or you listen to my podcast and you, and you reached out, man, I really do appreciate it. You know, it means the world. Um, but that's all I got. So uh, go step outside your comfort zone, and God bless.